the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. How bad can I be? <laughs> when we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Lakin. And with me today, as always, is the lovely... Stephen Ray Morris. Stephen Ray Morris. Stephen, uh, it's a Saturday. Catterday. It, oh, there we yes. go. Yes, hello. Always and uh, you've sort of you've sort of got a brushed back hairstyle today. I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's well now that I'm going for this like man in the woods sort Ooh. of thing. Uh, I feel like it's kind of getting in. I feel like I know, uh, you know, it's like. It's like we don't – I need to have like hair clips or – you know what I yeah. mean? Like I don't have any of that stuff. Right. Any of the accessories that usually help, yes. you know, keep the long hair out of the face. So I feel like I just have to kind of like – A scrunchie yeah, perhaps yeah, a of scrunchie, some sort. Yeah, a scrunchie. I could supply – I have tiny little scrunchies for my daughter's hair. So if you want a few. Oh, a good yeah. little – or like a little – does she, does yeah, she little wear berets? Any clips or anything? Sure. Oh my Maybe gosh. when we take a picture – for this week, I can just uh, supply you with a few accoutrements. I would love that. Okay. Or like, will you go to Hawaii and you get like the the flower? Like- oh, the flower. Yeah. Or when you're on spring break in Dustin, and uh, you know it, this is high school, and you're getting cornrows for just no no good reason whatsoever. I don't even want to know what I would look like. I don't think I could. I think my hair's too thick. Right? I- don't know about that. I think it would I think hurt. It, well, it, it's definitely going to hurt, but pain is beauty, and beauty is pain. So worth it then. It's definitely worth it. And with you know, but you have to get the beads in it too. All right. Well, if I'm going to go all the way, I got to go all <laughs> you gotta, the way. That's it. You got to jump straight into the deep end. Oh my gosh. Um, before you got here, my husband has some weird new face app that I guess he's been playing with, where you can take a picture of yourself and then it shows you what you would look like young, which is. Hilarious, because it basically just smooths everything to like a baby's butt. It's like me too, but simpler. Yes. Okay. And then like what you would look like old. And then, which is just like you look, I mean, it just wrinkles you. It's like um, high school old lady makeup. And then what you would look like as the opposite gender. Oh, okay. His woman is terrifying. (laughs) But my man... Actually, it was kind of good looking. Looks good. Did they add like a beard or like what are they? What do no, they I just have a totally different thing? hair, okay. and like the bone structure becomes like a little bit different. But I don't know what that says about me. That's so. It's I could, the, I'm just. I'm really just in the middle. I guess I could go either way. I mean, those apps are so strange because it's almost like, <laughs> like we could one day people would we could just be completely different like online and oh, yeah. somebody sees this in person it's like no I wasn't catfishing you you right. just only saw me through the app you right know? but then we did one of Georgia and we did smile and it literally gave her a full set of dentures Ooh. it is the grossest thing I've ever seen I should actually do it to my dogs because that, that would be, be cute well there is that there's that meme of people giving um, uh, uh, sharks human teeth and it's what? the most terrifying like they just look like, you know, they've just got like big dentures and it's like hilarious, but also really terrifying. Oh, God, that's gross. Uh, Ugh. But can you imagine? I think we should just do that for our next Christmas card. Be like the worst <laughs> Christmas card ever. Everyone's like, what the hell happened to you guys? Wait, is, the, is that the app that you're saying where you can actually give somebody a smile that doesn't have a smile? Yeah. That's really creepy. Yeah, it's really weird, especially on a baby. Full set of like <laughs> like human large teeth. It's not it's just not OK. It looks like something out of a horror movie. 
I mean, I imagine that if you just use the old thing, though, it just like was just added wrinkles. So it's just like a very yeah. tiny old. Oh, yeah. She looked like a baby. tiny old. She looked like Benjamin Button. Oh, my God. yeah. Which is which maybe we need to save some of these. Maybe I'll put these on the Instagram, too, because now now that we've done it, we should do it with our guests this week. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, so. Our guest this week, who's sitting beside me, listening to me ramble on about being an old person and giving my daughter dentures. Uh, our guest this week is the lovely and talented Jillian Rose Reed. You would know her from the show MTV's Awkward. Hello, Jillian. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah. This is very exciting. Very exciting. Um, so, Jillian, uh, you're here to regale us with lots of worse tales, which is amazing yep. because I don't even know you. And <laughs> I'm like reaching out like in the blind because I know your uh, your former co-star and friend, um, Nikki Deloach, yes. who was just on our podcast. Yes. And she said, you know who would be great? And you were like, yeah, I'll come to your house on a Saturday yeah. and sit around in your dog infested couch. And yeah. I'll tell you the worst things that have ever happened to me. I do whatever I love your willingness. tells me to do. Oh, okay, good. Anything and everything. I think that's actually really smart. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's only a little crazy. So yeah, no, you've totally got to find you've got to find mentors. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like that's actually very important. And she kind of was your mom, sort of ish. Ish. Yeah. Ish. So she's like a big sister to me in real life. So even though she is only like ten years older than you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which that's I love, big sister. That's okay. God bless you, MTV. <laughs> yeah. God yes. bless you. Um, all right, <laughs> let's go back to the beginning because I want to uh, I want to get to know you a little bit, yeah. and um, I looked you up and did some trolling of my own, so Great. that's not creepy. Um, <laughs> but you're from Florida. I was born in Florida. Yep, but I moved when I was very young, like two, oh, okay. um, to Michigan, and was raised in Michigan. Oh, mm -hmm. wow, that's a climate change. Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, how was life in Michigan? Well, cold. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> For one. And uh, I mean, I had a, a wonderful childhood. I grew up in musical theater. Mm -hmm. and, um, I moved to LA when I was around 13. Oh, okay. To pursue acting because I have a very supportive and um, crazy family. Wow. So <laughs> you were like doing the local stuff and you're like, listen, guys. Yeah. I'm 13 and I'm missing the boat. I'm 13 and I am just ready to get out of this place. Wow. And they yeah. supported you in that. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, did you stay? At, it's not called the Oakwood anymore, right? Or is it still called the Oakwood? It's we not talk called about the Oakwood the anymore, but I, we, that was one of the first places we looked at and it was so scary that my mom was like, we can't be here. We have, can we please get sponsored by the fucking Oakwood? We talk about the Oakwood literally every podcast. That it, place is so scary. It's so scary. It just feels like it's such a history in LA. I feel like there needs to be a documentary made about that. There really there has does. Been. There oh, has been. Oh, there, there is. What? Oh, there's like three of them. Yeah. Are there any murders in it? I don't think there are any murders. <laughs> ah, so shit. Sorry. I was hoping that we maybe we got a crossover episode. Change that. With my favorite but... murder. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's scary. And I also lived there. Who didn't? I mean, Nikki lived there. I lived there. I mean, it's. It's j we got robbed there. Of course, you got robbed there because that place is terrifying. It's terrifying. Everything and, bad happens at the Oakwood. Yeah, and then they have these like industry nights, you know, where they all Ugh, the like so kids creepy. with their momagers come. It's, it's so like creepy. wine and cheese, and everyone had a beeper because this was back in the nineties, mm -hmm. and uh, everyone was like checking their services because that's what you had to call in your message service. Yeah, it was gross. So okay, so you were there for like a month, and your mom was like, "No, we literally walked in, toured, looked at the place, saw a couple moms, and she was like, let 'Let's go.' Oh, you're Mom yeah, we never smart. moved there. We never actually moved there. Yeah, because she's normal. Because my mom's normal. Right. Yeah. Um, and you have siblings? 
I do. I have an older brother who um, still lives in Michigan okay. with a wife and two little babes. And uh, my younger brother is almost 17 and he's also an actor. He lives here. So did your younger brother come out with you? Yeah. So he was about four, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And we were in um, like Best Buy or something. And he saw a TV that had or a refrigerator that had a TV in it. And he was like, whoa, that's so cool. I want that. And we were like, well, maybe you should try acting and you can get it someday. <laughs> and now he's done more things than I have. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. it's just running in the blood. It is. But yeah. your parents, not in the... Biz. So my dad was a musician um, oh, okay. and my mom, she acted when she was younger. She was in like Smokey and the Bandit. And really? <laughs> yeah. No way. Like, Who is your mom? Little teeny. Like there's a girl sitting on a fence in a red bikini in Smokey and the Bandit like waving. And that's my mom. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so she she dabbled. Okay. Yeah, she that's was, interesting. Yeah. So that's where, I, that's where I get it from. I love that. Okay, so when you were like, I want to do it, she was kind of like, listen, I've had my smoky moments. You need, I need to give you a chance. Let's give you a shot. She always described, of course, everyone thought that she was nuts, like moving, you know, your family to LA. But she was like, well, you drive your kid to like five soccer practices a week. I'm just driving her to auditions. It's just in a different state. Yeah. You know? It's true. And so my family did this back and forth thing for a really long time until finally my dad got a job out here. Okay. And um, now pretty much the whole family's here. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was like you also between Atlanta and coming to yeah. LA and stuff. But once. I mean, we never even came out for pilot season. Like my mom wasn't even like, that was just not going to be a thing in her mind. She was like, yeah. we will come out on your spring break right. one week only. You will do a few auditions. You will make a demo tape and we will go back home. <laughs> like she was like, there's no Oakwood. There is no pilot seasoning. Like we're not, you know, and I was, I was lucky. I just like somebody saw my tape and they were looking for a kid on a show and mm-hmm. I came out and auditioned and then got it and that yeah. changed everything. Right. Um, but yeah, we did the back and forth from here to Atlanta. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're 13. Mm-hmm. You move out here. You're in an apartment. Yep. Um, and how long after that does Awkward happen? Oh, um, I got Awkward when I was 18. 18. Okay, yeah. so you're doing, but you're doing commercials. You're so doing... I was doing, um, at 16, I booked Weeds. Right. I was recurring on Weeds, Weeds for two seasons. Um, so that was my first like big job. And then other than that, I had done some guest star, you know, co-star stuff on random shows up until Awkward. And then I turned 18 in December, booked Awkward in like February. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. And you you were attending a school here. So I was going to a charter school, which is kind of like half homeschool, half going in. Um, and I graduated a year and a half early. So I okay. graduated at like 16. And at this point, your brother is also pursuing acting. Yeah, he was on The Young and the Restless at that oh, time. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like, I mean, it's insane. The kid works wow. all the time. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> I'm like, how did you even learn any of this? It's like that's one of those. crazy. Well, yeah. yeah, you both have it. You he's know? he's uh, just a natural. That's yeah. amazing. Did you ever like, like, do stuff with each other in the sense of like practicing lines with each other? Like, on yeah. fake audit, like not fake auditioning, but like, like basically going through that process with each other. Not really fake stuff. I mean, I so I actually teach acting now. Um, so he was like my first little student. So I I've been coaching him for years. But he actually did an episode of Awkward. Oh, and his character had to hit on me. Gross. Yeah. So the showrunner called me one day and she was like, so I have this part I want to put Robbie in. And I was like, okay, great. And she was like, how do you feel about him talking about your nipples? And I was like, yeah, yep. 
book him. Yep, we're doing it. Yep. Because, <laughs> okay. you know, jobs, you have to just take them when they come. So. Sure. I mean, even if it is incestual. <laughs> sure. Who cares? You just, you just, you know, you forget it happens and uh, you move on. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and maybe the most awkward thing yeah. ever. Super so, weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. That's blowing my mind. Um, okay. So you so you get awkward and awkward runs for six years. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I don't know that MTV's had a show that's run that long. Not in the comedy world. No. Teen Wolf is the only other show that right. lasted that long. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, good experience. It, the best. Incredible. Yeah. Made lifelong friends and family. Yeah, I mean, to have that be my first experience as a series regular on a mm-hmm. show, it's going to be hard <laughs> when yeah. I get the next one to be like, this isn't doesn't feel like Awkward did, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so you come off the show, and then you're back into the audition pool. Mm-hmm. Um, any, like, which is can be awkward in and of itself, you yeah. know? You're, like, back in just, you know, pounding the pavement, yeah. hustling again, yeah. um, not having that, like, job security. Um any uh, any bad moments? Any bad audition a moments? Ton of bad moments. <laughs> this isn't a specific bad moment or audition moment, but just like moment in general, just soul crushing moment. How about that? Yes, I love soul crushing. <laughs> Got a soul worst soul crush ever. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, please. So this was last pilot season, which was my first pilot season out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, free from the awkward contract. And, and just so everybody understands, I think we've talked about this before, but pilot season is in the industry, the term people use when when the network shows premiere in the fall. They have been written a year ahead of time. They have been sold to networks. And then around this time, you know, f- uh, February, March, they're being cast, they're being produced. And then in May, the networks look at all the pilots and they decide we want this one, this one, this one, et cetera. They announce them and they start filming in the summer so that yep. they can premiere in the fall. So th- just to let you all know, it's a very busy time for actors because that's pretty much when like 80% of the major jobs are being kind of cast and put out there. Anyway, are these are these pilots as an actor are you getting paid to act in them or is this more of like a we want you to be in the show so it's like part of a larger promise or oh, how no, does no. that how does that stuff work? You get paid, but you're also negotiating and signing like a 6-year contract mm-hmm. because they want to lock you down. If it goes, they want to know that like that's it like you are ours, we have you locked down. And usually with shows if it goes more than two years, there's usually a chance for renegotiation like every two years. That's usually how it, but they're, but yeah, you're signing like your, your next six years away. Yeah. And then, so the money better be good. You well, know I was going to say, and if you're like auditioning for multiple or maybe you book multiple, then is that like, like what, you what go into you, position. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is where it gets real interesting. Say you go up for a pilot and you're, they decide to test you. We've talked about testing before. It's like the final, the final, final audition. audition. And then you, you go in for another pilot and they also want to test you. So now you've got two pilots that want you. And that's where you can actually, if you have a good lawyer or a good agent, you can really get them to kind of uh, fight for you mm-hmm. and raise the money <laughs> nice. so that one of them can be in first position. So if you get one of them, then all of a sudden that one would be in first position. You test in second position for the other pilot. So you can kind of work it that way. Um, and then and some people are very fortunate. Some people do two pilots. Yeah. And they're in second position on the other one because you never know what's going to get picked up. Right. And if a network wants you bad enough, they'll let you do it. 
in the hopes that, well, let's hope that CBS doesn't pick that pilot up and we get her or whatever it is. Well, yeah, it always in from just past guests, it always seems like if you do multiple pilots, it's like maybe the one that you banked on made it. And then when you didn't get or like, it just seems always like such a crapshoot almost sometimes. And it It is. Some people won't let you test in second position. I feel like it's it's actually um, less common now. Mm -hmm. I think people are kind of like, no, you choose us or nothing. Yeah, they're just it's just gotten way more cutthroat. And, you know. Nobody, um, nobody wants to risk it anymore. Right, right. So, um, all right. I'm sorry. Okay. Continue. That, that, that's actually like where my story begins. So the last season of Awkward, MTV had um, said that it was going to be the fifth and final season. So my team was like, "Great, we're going to send her out for pilot season." Right. So I go out. Um, I and you're hot off a show, which is the best. Right. So it was place the best to be. Yeah. Because everyone's like, "Oh, we want to, we want to see her, want to get her." That's how I felt. So um, this pilot comes along. I end up getting a test deal for it. And I was like, whoa, this is so crazy. Like, Awkward's going to wrap in the summer and I'm going to be doing something else in the fall. Like, this is literally a dream come true. So I'm on my way. I'm driving. I'm in my car. I left the Awkward set. They let me go early so I could make it to this test. And my manager calls and she's like, you can't. You can't go. And I'm like, wait, what? So MTV had a sixth series option on my contract. They wanted to exercise it. So I, if I was going to test, I had to test in second position. At that time, CBS didn't want me to do that. So I lost the deal. So, so um, you were literally on the way to the audition. I was and, on the way to the test. Yeah. So um, What a deflating balloon. Right. It gets worse. So um, Awkward then does not get a sixth season. And I sat in a year waiting for that to happen so then comes pilot season last year 2017 i'm like okay now it's like it's really happening now i'm actually able to go out so this other pilot comes along i go through two auditions and i get a call that i'm pinned and i was like what no that's not what and they're like, yeah, like they they want to pin you. Um, they pinned you and one other girl, and they're just making their final decisions on all the other cast members. So they were going to test you. They at that point there was no talk of test. Okay. So so a pin means a pin is like a loose term, really for saying like it's like a save the date. Yeah. <laughs> it's like don't do anything else. It's like yeah, I just want to let you know you're our favorite. Mm-hmm. We have a pin in you, but there's no legal standing on a pin. It's just to sort of say, like, if anything else comes up, like, you have to let us know because you're at the final countdown for us. Yeah. It's kind of bullshit, but it also makes you feel really good. Yeah, you feel, like, good but awful at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) It seems so uncertain and, like... It is. Yeah, it's basically like, I want to marry you, but actually there's another girl I also might want to marry. Yeah. But I'll let you know in like a week or two. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So that's what was happening. (laughs) But I kept hearing all this like scuttle from other, you know, agents and managers or whatever that I was the top pick. Right. So for two weeks of my life, I was like, I'm getting an NBC show. Right. Like I was like living large. I told everybody. Yeah. Woke up one morning and I found out that I was the backup offer (gasps) to someone more famous than I am. And it was the worst moment and now here i am another pilot season <laughs> and this is the third yep. one but there's no auditions this year so it's <laughs> wait so can you can you say what the show was did it go uh it did not okay it did not it was a pilot for um nbc and i lost it to an actress named miranda cosgrove who was like a big nickelodeon star yep. 
Um, but it didn't get picked up. So, <laughs> right. So there's like always that little part of your brain that's like, <laughs> I mean, they did a pilot, which would have been nice, but yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. I tested for something last year. Um, and it was down to me and one other girl, CBS pilot, and it totally went. And every time I saw that fucking billboard, I wanted to vomit in my mouth. Totally. But it only went for 12 episodes, so it couldn't so be fine. that mad. <laughs> but still. Like, yeah, it's it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It's the worst. It's the worst. Ugh. And she yeah. wasn't more famous than me. I guess she was just better. Shit. Fuck her. Yeah, No, fuck her. totally kidding. Totally kidding. Happy for her. Was the show good? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, if you're in L.A., keep an eye out for those billboards. Try and guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look for the billboards. They were up last year. You're yeah. like, you're that person hanging on the roller coaster for 911. Have you seen those billboards? Totally. Yes. I keep thinking it's a roller coaster ad. Like I know. For, like Six Flags or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that show? No, I haven't. I heard it's good. It's really interesting. Mm. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it, it's like... It's funny, but then it's like totally not funny, and then it's like really serious. It's it's a wow. very odd mix, um, but I kind of liked it. I don't know. My husband had a different reaction, but okay. it's tough when you don't, you know, when you're in a relationship and one person likes something, the other person doesn't. Right. Man, it's like it's really divisive. Then it just sits in your TiVo. It's the worst because I'm always talking to my boyfriend like, why don't you want to watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Like, I don't yep. get it. It's so good. I know. He and hates he's like, it but too. there's no story. And I'm like, but let me tell you all about it. Yeah, he's worst. like, why are they fighting again over friendship? I don't understand. Because that's life, They're all man. friends. Just get over it. <laughs> he like, I like that that's his reaction. He's just like, yelling at the tv and it's like now you're invested yeah exactly yeah, but they you like to, to pretend they're not but they are oh yeah for sure but he's also a therapist so he's like i just really feel like a lot of these women could benefit from some just general cognitive therapy yeah, and maybe no some shit. medication <laughs> should be the onset no therapist shit. i know that would then we wouldn't have a show then we, yeah then there would be no show yeah you, you need want the producers his, behind going tell her this tell her that you want throw as the crazy table, as you can throw get. a chair yeah yeah um i'll share a terrible pilot season story with okay. you okay uh, so this was probably like, God, 10 years ago, long time ago. So I had gone in for this comedy. Um, it was, I think an ABC comedy, um, uh, sitcom. So it was a uh, multicam and I'd gotten down to kind of like the end of it, but I hadn't tested. They apparently had cast somebody and they had started rehearsal and they decided after the first run through, they didn't like who they cast. Oof. 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 So I get a call that's like a last minute, like, would you, you know, we loved her. Can she come back in? Um, we're in the middle of our rehearsal process already, but we're going to do a work session with her tonight. We're going to throw her into rehearsal tomorrow and she'll be the one who does the network test. Or, I mean, the network run through and that will count as her test tomorrow. And I was like, wow, this is quite the opportunity. Like they're up against it, like have their backs against the wall. Like I'm coming in, the, you know, the fifth hour and I'm, I'm basically the ringer. This is great. So I come in I do the work session. Again, it was placing like slutty sister. What the fuck is up with me and like playing the slutty sister. Anyway, <laughs> I come in, I do, the, you know, a work session with them. I go to work the next day and I'm just, I already know like one of the stars on the show. I'm feeling really comfortable. The cast is super nice. You know, we're doing, um, we're doing all the rehearsal and uh, we get to right before the network run through. And I'd been told like casting um, um, the wardrobe department needs to get all your sizes. So you'll probably go in and do a, just because if everything went the way I thought it was supposed to go, they were going to have to fit me for clothes. Like, and they were filming the show like that Friday. So I go to the wardrobe department. I'm like, Hey, this should have been the first red flag. 
hey, I was told to come in and so you guys could get my size and just try a few things on. And they all went, oh, um, that's okay. Well, we'll just, we'll be able to do it tomorrow. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're still shopping. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, um, we're good. We're fine. And I'm like, really? Okay. All right. Well, I guess they're not, they're not concerned. They know what they're doing. Oh, boy. <laughs> so network run-through comes around. I mean, I have a dressing room and everything. The run-through comes around. We do the run-through. I feel like I do a great job considering, like, I'd had one day of rehearsal and learned the entire show. And, um, and then the cast is going to notes and I'm like walking over to go to notes. Cause that's what you do on a sitcom. Um, and the first AD comes to me, he's like, Oh, they are not, they, don't worry about it. They're not going to need you, um, at notes. Oh. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And I'm thinking, Oh, because it's like a test. They don't want to like include me in the, until the, you know, everything's like finalized or all right. But I'm like, I'm feeling weird about it. Like the whole thing is just starting to feel like stink a little bit. And I get in my car and I'm driving home and my agent calls and she's like, yeah, so um, you're not getting the job. Mm. And I'm like, what, what, what do you mean I'm not getting the job? Like everything, we just finished the run through. Everything went great. She's like, are you sure? I mean, what happened in there? Ew, she fuck says your agent. <laughs> yeah, fuck her. What happened in there? Are you kidding me? You, you just should, you just performed a miracle. That's what happened in there. You yeah. heard a whole show in a day. I said, "What do you mean I'm not get like what are they doing?" She goes, "They had a network test this afternoon." I said, "Okay. The fact that you just asked me what happened in there when they had a network test this afternoon, they were never going to give me this job." My god, you were the filler. I was the fucking filler. And they told me that I had a shot at it because otherwise I wouldn't they knew I wouldn't have done it. Did you burn the building down i mean i was so i've never been i've never felt so used in yeah, my life that's how i felt like that past pilot season i'm I felt sure like i was the negotiating tool for the girl they really wanted yeah. mm-hmm. awful sucks awful i mean i, I probably cried yeah i no, i cried right for now. like an hour and a half i was sure. so upset i was like ready to like slash my wrists um it's terrible it's terrible uh, and you know, and that's that. And like that show didn't go either. So whatever, fuck all them. Exactly. But it's still to this day, like it's still burned in my, my memory yeah. of like looking at all those producers and knowing like how hard I had worked. And then I like started to replay the whole day back in my head and how like all the people that were involved and all the people that knew the ruse and all the people that lied to me and looked at me all day, you know what I mean? Like everybody knew, not the cast, but the director knew. And he was like telling me what a great job I did. Ugh. And the producers, like, it was just, it was so fucked up. Yeah, that is. Gross. Gross. Um, anyway. Let's quit together. Let's quit. Yeah. Burn it all down. Right it's now. It's so, I, I don't know how you feel. Like, I have a real, I love what I do, but I have a real love-hate with the business. Absolutely. Actually, I'm more of a hate-hate with the business aspect. Yeah, <laughs> business for sure. part of it. It's like the, it's like the bad relationship you can't walk away from sometimes because all of a sudden it's nice to you. And you're like, oh, but it's so great. And when it's so great, it's great. And then shit like that happens. Right. And you're like, why do I let this person abuse me over yeah. and over again emotionally? It's nasty. It is. Um, all right. So moving on from that, <laughs> uh, let's talk about 
let's talk about some relationships. Okay. So you said boyfriend. You have a boyfriend. I do. Long term. Ooh. Yes. We How just long have you been celebrated together? six years in December? Six years? Yeah. Shit. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. We met when I was 18. Okay. <laughs> Is he also an actor? No, he's a musician. Very good. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so just a different kind of awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> difficult though. I think if you're both, if you're both like in the biz and trying to do the same thing, it can be kind of challenging. Yeah. What kind? What does he do? What kind of musician? Like singer, songwriter, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, a little bit of John Mary, a little bit of Robin Thicke, like poppy, mm. kind of a mix of the two of those. Has he ever been on The Voice? Oh, I have so many stories about that. Has he Um, tried to be on The Voice? So I have a story for every show is basically what the deal is. Oh my gosh, this is is great. So he he went out for The Voice, was essentially told that he didn't have the sob story to (gasps) go along with that. You know, it was like, but did you ever live in your car? And he was like, oh, shoot, nope, (laughs) I didn't. So that was that. Um... American Idol was the worst one. Oh, no. Oh, do you have a Did second? Did he wait in line? <laughs> Did he so, wear like a hot dog costume? I, yeah, he definitely <laughs> wore the hot dog costume. Um, basically, okay, I'll make this quick. So he has a friend who's doing A&R for American Idol. Says, come in, meet with the producers. You get to skip all of the audition process. So he's like, great. He goes in. Oh. He does a cover of No Diggity, which is like his best cover. They're like, great, you got it. Here is your literal golden ticket you're going to go straight through to the Hollywood rounds. We'll see you in a couple months when all of the auditions are done. Wow. Okay. So we're like, awesome. And I think the Hollywood round, I don't know, it's like top 100 or maybe something like that. So we're like, awesome, great. So he gets a call a few months later, um, and they're like, hey, so we're not finding enough talent out of Kansas City, Missouri, so we're going to put you on a plane tomorrow. (laughs) What? We're going to fly you there. You have to lie and say that you drove from Florida, where he's from, and you drove here to audition. That's the lie. And then you'll get put through again, obviously, but we just need some good talent to come out of Kansas City. (gasps) This is scandalous. Yeah. So he's like, all right, here I go. Um, it was awful from the get-go. He didn't get his plane information until like hours before. <gasps> he, yeah, he gets on a plane, goes to Kansas City. He lands at like midnight. The hotel doesn't have a room for him. <gasps> so he's calling the producers. He's trying to get a room. They finally sort it out. He goes into the room. He flips on the light. There's somebody sleeping in there. Shut <laughs> up. They don't, yeah, they, they forgot to mention that he was sharing a room with another contestant that they also flew out from L.A. to do the exact same thing. Oh, my God. My jaw is on the floor. Yeah. So American Idol, get it the fuck together. Oh, it's so bad. So he's like, oh, uh, hey, man, sorry. Apparently, this is my room also. And by the way, do you know what's going on? And the guy's like, oh, well, it's it's two in the morning. You better go to sleep because we have to be there at seven. And so Marty, my boyfriend, is like, what? Okay, so he's like, whatever. I'm going to go. I'm going to do this stupid audition. I'm going to get on a flight. I'm going to go back home. No. He gets there. He waits for 12 hours. <gasps> no food. No water. You can't even really go to the bathroom because if you miss your number, you miss your number. They made him wait in the audition line. <gasps> Goes in. But that's even like, that's just, that's that's an inhumane. Yeah. Even if you know that you're going to be waiting in a line. Right. That's just, that's just so inhumane. Yeah. And for 12 hours. And you're not allowed to practice because of sound. So you can't practice for 12 hours. So wow. you're just going in with rusty, right. cold cords. Yep. So cool. he's now found this 
other guy that he roomed with and this other girl that they also flew from LA. So he has like his little friends to sit there for 12 hours with. Um, he then is up. I think he's like next up in line. The girl goes in first. She goes in. She comes back out crying. And she's like, they won't let me sing the song that I'm prepared to sing. They said it's not on the list, but it is on the approved list because I sang it for my original audition. They won't let me sing it. I have to sing something else. So her audition was messed up. She was like flustered. Marty's like, all right, I'm just going to go in and do my thing. He goes in in front of J-Lo, Harry Connick Jr., and Keith Urban. And um, he does his audition. And Keith Urban like raises his hand and so Marty stops playing and J-Lo's like, oh, what are you like just getting into it? And he goes, no, I'm drowning. And so Marty's like, okay, that doesn't sound very good. Um, They don't put him through. So Marty's like, well, this has to be all fake, right? Because I like already have my golden ticket. Right. He walks out, sees a producer. The producer's like, hey man, how'd it go? Like everything all good? And Marty's like, well, no, I didn't make it. And the producer's like, what? (laughs) But that producer like pretended that she didn't know what was going on. She goes, well, okay, come into this confessional. So then they make you do the confessional where they're literally sitting there telling him like, so what makes you think you would have been a better American Idol than everybody else? And Marty's like, I, I wouldn't have been. Like everybody that I've met today has been great and none of this. And Marty's dad was a pastor and they're like, so must have been really hard growing up with a pastor as a father. Must have been so unsupportive. And Marty was like, no, my dad's great actually. <laughs> So it was just like, you know, slimy at Ew. every turn. And then he came home and never heard from them again. Fuck them. Wow. Yeah. That's terrible. Yep. It's too. <laughs> I wish after Keith Erdman had said that, he would have been like, well, it doesn't matter because I got a golden ticket. Yeah, anyway, he waves it around. Woo woo. Yeah. You're like, like hey, fall, you're like, <laughs> so, so. I'm going so. anyway, bitches. Or just walked out of the room and been like, I'm going to Hollywood. <laughs> and like the oh cameras get it. So like there's nothing they can do. Yeah. They're like, wait, huh? wait, what? Yeah. Please tell me your, your boyfriend <sighs> is still friends with those people. No. Ugh. No. Did no. any of them get through? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think any of them got through. <sighs> what a nightmare. Yeah, just a nightmare. But all those shows are like that. I mean, he's because he did X Factor auditions, voice. Like, they're all the same. Ugh, yeah. It's awful. Awful. Does he play, does he gig a lot in L.A.? He was um, for a long time. Now he's self-producing his album. So oh, he hasn't played out in a while. Yeah. Um, but he will once that's yeah. all finished. That's great. Yeah. And you guys just bought a house. We did. Yay. We just celebrated our one year in it um, this past October. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a huge feat. Yeah. Buying your first house. Yeah, it wasn't easy. At 26 years old. Yes. Hell yeah, girl. You go. Thank you. Um, Okay, so what, like buying a house, because I I also bought my house in my 20s, and I felt like such an adult. (laughs) Um, But then I was also like, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The other part of me was like, oh, God. Right. This is a lot of money. What if I can't make the payments? What if they're, and then shit happens, and you're like, "You, you have to adult really quickly. Yes. Like you're paying property taxes. There's a rat in the basement. Yeah. Like part of the roof is caving in. Right. Like you're like, fuck. Yeah. No, like, I cry. Why did I, do this? I cry every day. It's yeah, every it's day. amazing, but it's also really hard. Yep. Absolutely. So you found the place. What was the buying process like? That was uh, okay. So this house comes on the market. My mom's best friend is in town and they're like, let's just go look for houses for fun. I wasn't even really looking. They found this house. Um, and they were like, you have, to, you have to go see it. I missed the open house, but you have to call the realtor. You have to go see it. 
Call the realtor just like three hours after the open house. She calls me back and she's like, I'm so sorry. It sold at the open house today. Mm. And I was like, well, crap. And my mom was like, yeah, but if this house is out there in your price range, there's got to be others. Sure. So I find this house on Zillow. I contact the realtor and I'm like, all right, I need to see this house. I think it's going to break my heart, but we should do it. It went, it listed on Zillow on Monday. I saw it on Wednesday. I put my offer in that night and it was accepted by Friday. (gasps) Yeah. Wow. So that part was a breeze. Right. The rest of it sucked. Yeah. Um, Apparently, Bank of America doesn't know what an actor is. Oh, yeah. So that was the worst. So trying to get the loan, the loan and trying to get approved. It's so hard. This is the thing. And yeah, whether you're buying a car, a house, you don't have a normal job. Right. So when someone asks to see your pay stubs, you're like, "Eh, yeah. eh." So awkward had just ended. Right. So I'm like, here's all of my pay stubs from last year. And they're like, great. So where are you working now? And you're like, I don't know yet. Right. But I had kept saying, I was like, well, we might get another season. Right. Because MTV hadn't actually pulled the plug yet. So I was like, we're probably going to get another one. This is great. It's definitely going to happen. Didn't happen. Um, I was put through the ringer for like three months on trying to close on this stupid house. It's not stupid. I love it. Um, (laughs) Finally closed two months later, which just catapulted me into a... um, terrible situation with the owners of the house oh no so we were supposed to close in september beginning of september we ended up not closing until the end of october i was in hawaii because i was officiating a wedding so it's not like i could change my trip right so my parents went ahead and like did the closing for me and got the keys Mm -hmm. um, because marty and i were both in hawaii so they go to the house after getting the keys and the people are still there and we had been closing on this house for months. Like, right. get your shit out and go. You also didn't yeah. ask for any, like, you didn't ask to rent it back from me. So right. leave my house. So they were there with everything still in, nothing had been moved. Oh, no. Nothing. Um, they were, like, acting like, what? Why are you here? So. Because <laughs> I own this house now. This is my house now as of, like, 1 p.m., <laughs> Wait, so they were the owners. They were the owners. Were the former so owners. it wasn't like renting a, a place to... They were the owners. Huh. Yeah. So then their like, realtor got in a fight with my realtor. And it was crazy. I was on the phone with my mom. I'm like, this sounds nutty. Just call the police. And my dad's there like, you're just a bunch of losers. Oh, and geez. I'm like, mommy oh, called them losers. And she was like, he did. I'm like, good. Tell him to do it again. <laughs> so... <laughs> And they were like, you know, we closed late on this house, so we lost the house that we were trying to buy. And I was like, I get it. That really sucks. But they ended up finding a house that was way better. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so you're still just being mad at me for no reason. Also, like, I had no control over the, how fast the bank closed. Well, on exactly. House. It wasn't my fault. No. So they get a moving truck. They move all of their stuff. Their mother lived like a couple of like, neighborhoods down. So they stayed with her until they could get into their house like the next day. It was not a big deal. But before they left, they put chicken bones down my garbage disposal they put used tampons on my floor of my bathroom and they broke my hot water heater that's so vindictive it was terrible 
Ew. Yep. So when you walked in the house, you're like, my new home. What's so this? I was in Hawaii. <gasps> so my parents are like, so my parents and Marty's parents, because Marty's dad was our contractor. We redid the whole house. Um, they were all there, like calling us. Like, this is what these people did. I couldn't get the hot water heater replaced by home warranty because it was broken and I couldn't prove that I didn't break it. So I had to buy a new one in the first, you know, two months of living in the house. I mean, it was crazy. And then a couple days later, I'm, I think this was the day I was flying back from Hawaii. Um, the woman showed up to like apologize. My mom was like, get out. What? <laughs> Leave. Yeah. So when she like knocks on the door, you open it, you're like, what yeah. do you want? She was like, I wanted to see like what you guys are doing to the house. There was this whole thing. There was a sandbox in the front yard of the house, which is very weird. It was also like, like for kids. Yes. Like a child sandbox in the front yard, which was a succulent and cactus garden. So super weird. Okay. But I wrote a letter to get them to give me the house. And I was like, I can't wait to raise my future future kids in this house and let them play in the sandbox. And the sandbox was awful. Yeah. But I got the house. And so when this woman came, <laughs> and my mom was like so mad at her, she left. And my mom was like, and by the way, we're ripping out the sandbox. <laughs> I was like, all right. My parents are petty, but I kind of love it. <laughs> That's crazy. That's so mean. It was so mean. Yeah. And I guess, like, I was thinking, isn't there, you've had an inspection, but I guess, like, with appliances, it's sort of like, they're not inspecting the, right. like, garbage disposal. But they did do the hot water heater, and it was fine. See, that's bullshit. Yeah. I feel like if that was inspected and it was fine and not disclosed. Yeah. Oh, I tried. I wrote so many letters. <laughs> that's awful. You know what? That is some bad karma mm -hmm. that is going to come back to those people mm -hmm. and i bet you anything their roof like over like the last time it rained really bad i bet whatever this new house they have yeah, it leaked yeah that thing is gonna leak they're gonna have to replace it yep it's just crazy it's like adults selling a house to another human being like why with that level of petty like that kind of like just coming in is so strange just be so an strange. adult like, like are you drunk and you're just like uh those pe you know like that's so crazy use tampons use like, tampons really that's like that's like something someone does in freshman year of college right yeah you know but also how do you know you're selling your house and just not pack yeah like what did you think was uh, did you think i was gonna pack for you I don't what know. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah, that's that's just Your clothes weird. were still in the closet. Were they going to wait till you got back and then we're like... <laughs> Welcome back. You want to help us pack up our stuff? It's weird. Yeah. I think some people don't... Well, change is hard for a lot of people. I'll put that out there. <laughs> but then there are people who... <laughs> Steven's Very laughing. generous. I know. You're so but, nice. I know. But then there are some people who become so disabled yeah. by their own fear that when they're in the moment of it, it's just like they, they freeze. Like they don't know what to do and they just become like angry and like crazy. It sounds like these people became like angry and crazy. Yeah, they were definitely crazy. For sure. Yeah. I mean, when I moved. Hope you saged that house, by yeah. the way. I knocked all the walls down oh, and we did hell it. Hell yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> no, I was going to say when I moved, I just forgot to like say that I was moving out. And so I had that period of like, there was an overlap of two weeks where like, instead of like having to be out the next day and people are like, Oh, that's so smart of you that you like left time to move. And I was like, no, I just forgot to check out on time. So I had to, I obviously had to pay for that overlap, but right. yeah. it just was one of those things where it's just like, you just have to accept that you like even offered to like cover for the time that you like how you're saying, like right. rent, just rent the house the back from, from me. Right. Yeah. I would have had no problem. Right. 
I would have been yeah. no if they were the day before if they were like listen we need two weeks to get out I'd be like yeah for sure I can stay in my apartment for two weeks that's right. totally fine we'll give you but, half of what you know right. let's negotiate a but when you hand over the keys yeah and then you just squat yeah I was gonna say if they hadn't <laughs> left I guess you would have to say that they were squatting right yeah they were yeah. That's crazy. It's like in the dark, like all the power's out. <laughs> the and power's out because right? the bills have all been switched over. and everything. <laughs> so weird. So my birthday and our anniversary and Christmas all fall in the same week. <laughs> wow. And I blame him for that because he should have asked me to be his girlfriend a lot sooner, you yeah. know? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So my present this year was that Marty and his dad built me a giant walk-in closet that I did <gasps> not have. That's and it's wonderful. an awesome gift. Right. The way to a woman's heart, everyone. Yeah, a giant closet. And then my gift to him was that I would paint it when it was done. That's very nice. It looks so bad. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> I, because you have to mud it, and then you have to sand it, and I'm not good at that. Oh, And man. then painting it. like it, I'm so lucky that, that it's just covered by clothes. Right. Because it's the worst job I've ever done on anything, oh, is God. that closet. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Oh my yeah, god. I mean, hopefully you got like some DIY Instagram style photos and I did. I got all the photos. It's up on my blog. You can check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't show you the inside of the closet cuz that's where the mess is. Oh my god, that's amazing. Um do you think you and your boyfriend are going to get married? I do. You do? Yes. Yeah. I don't know when though. We're not really in a big rush. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we met when I was 18 and he was 21. Mm -hmm. Um, and he just turned 29. I just turned 26. And so it's like, why rush yeah, it? You yeah. know, you're young. Yeah. I um, need to be like working again yeah. before I can even wrap my mind around that. So for sure. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so you never did any of the like online dating or anything like that? No. I met Marty. He um, went to high school with one of my best friends. Okay. And he came to visit her to see if he wanted to move to L.A. And he crashed on her couch for two weeks. And in that two weeks, I broke up with my high school boyfriend. And I met Marty. And uh, I knew uh, the minute I saw him, I was like, that's my next boyfriend. We were best friends for a year. And then we started dating. Oh, my God. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's so cute. Yeah. That's Such so a narrow sweet. time. Yeah. That. Yeah. Perfect window. Yeah, yeah. It really was yeah, weird. I mean, my my high school boyfriend is so stupid. We were so like on and off, you know. Yeah. So I was really just like waiting to meet somebody else at that point. Um, but yeah, then we just remained friends for a while while he like moved from Florida and got his life set up here and and then the rest is history. I love it. That's yeah. so sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I want to hear all the details when you guys decide to to for sure. plan your wedding. Yes. I want to know what you do. I'm so I planned ours and I did so much myself so I'm gonna do everything myself I'm, but that's mostly like just because that I don't girl. trust anybody I get it yeah and also weddings just because you use the word wedding everything becomes 80% more expensive right unless you decide to do it all yourself and ours there's so is much you can small. like DIY good like I've already said if you're a distant cousin whose last name I don't know, not invited to my wedding. If you've ever sent one mean thing, not invited to my wedding. <laughs> if you're a friend of my mom's grandma's niece, you're not invited to my wedding. My rule is, if you don't know Marty and I as a couple, if you just know Marty or just know me, you're not coming to my wedding. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. You can it's be okay. ruthless. I'm going to be mean. Yeah. I'm also going to have food trucks. Yes. Right? I love that idea. Yeah. 
That's great. And no bridal party because that's too much drama. No. And you know what? I had one, but they didn't stand with me. Yeah, I don't up want there. that. And no. you, you don't really. No. You don't really. None of it. that. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Instagram for a minute. Okay. So you're on social media. Yes. You've got an Instagram. Yes. You've got a Twitter. Yes. You've got a blog. Yes. You've got a Facebook page. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's becoming less real. I feel like it's just kind of the... the I feel like our parents the, are the only ones on Facebook. Right? It's like the junk drawer of like social media. It's like... Yeah. Like, and I uh, love a good junk drawer. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah. you know, yeah. it's unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not... You're not worried about what it looks like or it's just sort no. of... It's just kind of... Everything gets pushed there. Yeah. If you have an Instagram, I might as well push it to my right. public Facebook Right. I'll update page. it. It's for, yeah. for cousins, whether you like them or not, right. to right. see what you're up to. Yeah. Your high school friends and their like political views. That's what it's for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, yes, I don't want to know any. No. Delete them all. I have way too much stress <laughs> in my life. Um, I can't worry about that. <laughs> no. uh, okay. So social media can be interesting uh, because it's... It, you you're just opening yourself up to a world of other people's views and comments about you, yep. you know? Yep. And uh, for the most part, you know, I, I find that people are generally pretty, if they have something to say, for the most part, people are saying something like, oh, uh, uplifting or positive. But then there's always the one. Yep. There's always the one or two that just decide to be a dick. So yep. I will tell you what, my, I'll tell you what I, the comment I just got yesterday. But you haven't told me yet what it is. I haven't. I've been waiting. Um, which I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I posted yesterday was Friday and we always come out with our, our, uh, episodes on Friday. So I posted a, our newest picture and a link to our episode. And there were a bunch of, um, comments. Um, oh, this is intriguing. Love this podcast. Can't wait for next week, et cetera. So I'm going to go ahead and say this person's name, uh, snaggliest tooth. Snaggliest oh, Tooth is this person's Instagram. This is a sad person. Yeah. <laughs> this is, and I have a, there's a selfie that I took of myself and that's part of the picture. He comments, he or she comments, I can't believe this is how you turned out. I can't believe a Hollywood person could age this poorly. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, wow. Snaggliest Tooth. Wow, Snaggliest Tooth. That's just mean. That's like, mean. The other thing about this person is that um, their account is private. Of course. Dragon. It's all that's how it is. <sighs> that you will never find a troll with a public profile. Like, why? But, like, why put the energy into it? And then it's like, it's a guy, the picture is a guy and a girl, and they look like they're at a wedding. Well, who has the snaggle tooth? I, you can't tell. It's too far. <laughs> but it's just like, clearly all they do is probably this kind of shit. Yeah. And then the um, the person's description is, you won't find a better loser. Bell bottom blues. I don't know what that professional is. troll professional troll but like i just don't understand like why do people they want to get a rise yes, i guess out they of do. you that's what, they what want. it is i mean i read it and i was like ouch and then i was like Ugh. Uh, yeah. i don't care yeah. i mean i'm leaving it there because i just find it like it's just sometimes the things people say it's just unbelievable unbelievable do you have any trolls i have so many trolls <laughs> Oh, where do I start? Do you want uh, like new trolls or old trolls? I mean, you know, recent trolls. Okay. So this is like, this was like a fan that turned into a troll, which is oh. even scarier. So there is a guy 
I'm going to say his name. He's going to listen. He's going to find this and he's going to listen to this. Okay, he's great. He's going to know I'm talking about him. He goes by Doomsday Machine. Oh, yeah. Do you okay. know Doomsday Machine? No, but it just sounds like it's either like a snaggliest tooth, Doomsday Machine. Yeah, but you know. this person is like a fan of everyone. Like everyone. Okay. He's probably tweeted you before. Okay. So we'll try to find him. It started as just like, I mean, he's been following me for like years and it started as just like a fan who would talk a lot on Twitter. Okay. And it would be a lot of like, he, he would tweet SNL and tell them that I needed to be a host or he would tweet something else and I needed to be in this movie or he'd pair me with other actresses and this is the movie I want to see. Like, you know, so weird kind of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he would ask me questions and I would respond normal questions like about acting or what I'm up to or what I'm doing next. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would, you know, take the bait every once in a while. And then in the last like six months, it started to get obsessive to the point where it was like 20 tweets a day, but not just tweets. This guy would, I'm going to find it. This guy would take my face and turn me into other things or creatures or characters um so the straw that broke the camel's back was he turned me into Gollum, and um it was fucking terrifying i'm gonna find it um it was absolutely crazy and so i stopped responding because this because this is scary Uh, right that's scary yeah oh i found him so weird so i stopped responding so then That looks like my daughter when we did the old baby app. Yeah, it's just creepy. (laughs) It's creepy. So um, he goes onto my Instagram and he comments on a picture like seven times. And the first one is like, screw you. You don't respond to any of my tweets anymore. And then the next one was like, you just lost a fan. And then there was like one more. And so then I felt kind of bad. And I was like, ugh whatever so I like let it go for a couple hours and then I answered one of his tweets that was like a normal question right um he comes back on the same picture and says like screw you again I don't need your pity tweets and this is again like seven more Instagram comments and I deleted them all because my followers will attack and I was like this doesn't need to be a thing like this guy's nuts so yeah so I blocked him on Instagram and I blocked him on Twitter um and I tried to find him again because I wanted to see if he's tweeted about me since, mm-hmm. but uh, I can't find him anymore because <laughs> I blocked him. Right. So I can't, I don't have access to anything that he said, but I kind of want to know if he made like some grand tweet about me after I blocked him. He probably did. Steven? Well, I found him, but it's like, it's weird because it's like he's tweeting everyone, everyone, every single person. And it's all like time. all the same gif and it's all the yep. same. It's just, it's just it's it's strange when somebody has that kind of like urgency to somebody that they don't even know. Yeah. It's like I mean like like you know you you fall in love with somebody and they don't reciprocate or you ha- were in a relationship and it falls apart. It's like it's that level of intensity but for a complete stranger and it's like really terrifying. Yeah. It's so scary. I think because there's such a with social media there's such an easy connection to you can tweet at anyone mm-hmm. like you know it makes it very accessible you can send a dick pic to whoever you want <laughs> that's right so last weekend there's a fridge in our garage you know do you ever do you have a garage fridge is I, this like a southern thing no i it was it's a midwest thing for sure okay our house in michigan has a garage fridge i love a garage i don't fridge. have a garage here or else okay. i probably have a garage fridge. My, yeah so my garage here was actually converted into another livable space and oh. it's my master bedroom now oh okay yeah nice. 
All right. Well, as you know, from the Midwest or even the South, um, we all had a garage fridge and that's where you put like your sodas, you know, popsicles, the popsicles. If you're having a birthday party, that's where you hide the cake. Um, All the extra meat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I so, always wanted one when I grew up. I didn't grow up with one. Yeah, it's great. I'm so sorry. I know. I, was so I feel in, very deprived. You should. But also, it's like hard, in the Steven. winter, I mean, Michigan, like in the winter when you have to go get stuff out of the garage fridge, it's awful. <laughs> um, so the one that was currently in our garage is the one I've had since college. Okay, so it's old, but it still works great. Yeah. So I was like, all right, when we go back to the new house, we bought a new fridge for the for the space. So I'm probably going to take the one we have now, which is a little nicer, and it has the double doors, so it's really good, especially if you're having a party, you can like open it up and like put, you know, trays of whatever right. in Your vegetables. Yeah. So um I was like, we'll take that one back, so we should sell this old one. So I last weekend I spent an hour and a half cleaning this thing out. This thing has never been cleaned like I cleaned it. <laughs> it looks like brand new inside it looks beautiful i cloroxed it the whole thing i spent an hour and a half and i'm like i'll put it on craigslist you know 100 bucks 100 bucks for a well a good working fridge like that seems reasonable i break down the price to 75 literally not one response people don't want anything unless you put it on the road and you're like free well just anything that's huge it seems like you have to give it away because nobody <sighs> wants to pick it or yeah it's like the the picking up and the I lugging guess. it back the piano rule jeez you should try that app let go i should try that app let try go the app. because there's a couple of things i'm trying to sell an not an ad but also if they want to pay me i'll do the ad seriously though if anyone is in the los angeles area and you want an awesome garage fridge that has been cloroxed I'll take $50 for it. You can email me at worsteverpodcast at gmail.com. I also have a Frigidaire gallery, 30-inch range. It's chrome. It works great. My husband cleaned it. It was only used for four years. Is this going to be? I'll go down to 400 for that. 400. I just, 400. For the next, for the next um, once, until twice. April, every uh-huh. episode at the end, we'll yep. just have a, like, a for sale. Well, next, week, <laughs> next week, I'm going to put up that, um, that beautiful dining room table. <laughs> great. See, Do you I need think... a dining room table? I don't. Okay. No. Sure. Right. Well, don't. Let me know. Yeah. That's the fun part of moving. We were like, "Do you need this?" And everyone's like, "No, <laughs> you I don't know. need anything. Don't Leave me alone. That. Stop calling here." <laughs> I helped a friend. I've helped lots of friends move over the years. But one of my best friends, um, and I hope she listens to this because we laugh about this. She was moving back to New York, and she had lived here for like nine years. So her apartment, she had a lot of stuff, and she's she was. Like, I can only take one suitcase. Yes, yeah. right. So she's packing things in boxes and she's trying to send everything book rate and like basically lying to UPS every day because they ain't books in there. Let me yeah. tell you, it was shoes in there. Um, but anyway, she's like packing all up. So the last day she was here, my other friend and I had decided to take her out like for a final like girls day. You're moving back to New York. We're going to take you. We're going to go to Burke Williams. We're going to have a, you know, a spa day. Then we're going to go down to the beach. We're going to ride bikes. We're going to have a nice lunch. And then we're going to go to this party. I was invited to some party that evening. We were all going to go together. Great. I wa- I come into her house at 930 that morning. There is shit everywhere and boxes are open and she's just looking up at me with these like crazy eyes (laughs) and I'm like you're moving tomorrow what is happening she's like I I had to keep watching all the things on my TiVo because I have to give it back today and I don't it's it's been hard it's just been like she was in that like I'm frozen I'm rocking on the floor like I don't know what but here's a here's a package of half open straws I don't know what to do with these straws do you think there's anyone I can give the straws to and I'm like 
Uh, oh. Okay. All right. We're not going to Burke Williams. We're definitely not making the beach. Let's hope we make dinner at this point. And I like grabbed a trash a trash bag and I was like, no, you're done. You're done. You've had your time. You've had weeks. Now you're done. And I started just like throwing shit in the trash bag. And she's like, no, but what about, no, but what about, I'm like, no, 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 no. There's no more conversation about this. You're not taking half open straws to New York. No. And I certainly don't want them. So it's over. And um, she <laughs> she laughs how I came in and I was just like, nope. I just start like, anything that will fit in that box is what's happening. Otherwise, we are dropping off a Goodwill. We are dropping this DVR off and bye-bye. Let's go control. have some, yeah. Let's go have some, you know, some wine and some pasta and then we, and, and put you on a plane. Yeah. But sometimes you need someone to do that. You start going That's my through shit. stuff. Give me a place to organize. God. I'll get it done and I'll really? enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, God, I... I need to hire you. I'll, I'll come anytime. You really need somebody to come through when you move and go through your shit because I they don't it. have an attachment to anything. Right. It's but, great. But I but I think I mean we I think we all have in common that control of like I don't want people to touch my yeah. stuff. stuff. Yeah. So I feel like this when I last time I moved over a year ago, I got movers for the first time. I was like, Oh, I'm an adult. I'm like hiring movers. Yeah. But then I only told them to move a certain amount of stuff because I was like, I don't want them to touch the rest of my stuff. And I feel like the truck was not as full as it could have been. Yeah. But I was like, well, don't touch my books and don't touch my, <laughs> you know, podcast equipment or whatever. Yeah. It's like that. But it's like, I feel like I wasted a little bit of money because I was just like, I don't want them. to. I just like don't want anyone to break anything. Or, I yeah. know. It's hard to let go of that control. I know. Yeah, it really is. Um, but I have got to get I mean, I'm looking around here and I'm like, that's not coming. That's not coming. What's that thing? I don't like that, you know, because now I'm thinking about the new house. And I'm like, I told my husband, I was like, I think we're just going to have to have another big garage sale because unless people see like a table on a lawn and they're like, oh, we'll take that. You know, it's a spur of the moment, like when I'm driving around and I could I could use that table. If you're seeing it on Craigslist, you're like, I have to go get a truck and I have to go do that. But there are people who know if you're having a garage sale, all they do is drive around yeah. and look for stuff. You advertise it. You put it in like the local paper. That's oh, the thing yeah. still, right? People there do are, local papers. There are people. I put it in the penny saver. Yep. There are people that love a good tag sale. My grandmother was one of them. Yeah. And like the last time we had a garage sale, people came at like 630. I'm like still putting stuff on. I'm like, we actually don't start till seven. <laughs> and the guy was like, well, uh, just look and see what do you have. What do you have? What do you have? Like he, they know they're hitting them all up. When my parents used to have big garage sales, I used to go out and take things back when they weren't looking. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> they're like trying yeah. to sell your cabbage patch kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you don't need these dolls anymore. I'm like, but they're my babies. And then go take them back. Oh yeah, take for them sure. Out of children's arms. I know. They're mine. My my friend, they just moved, and she says that she's been throwing her children's toys away in the night. <laughs> she's like, she's like, they have too much shit. Yeah, but she's if you like, do it in the night. They in the night they'll forget exactly. Yeah. She's like, they don't know, and I'm just. She's like, it's awful. I'm just bagging things in the night, and I'm throwing them out. She's like, I can't handle it. We yeah. have too much stuff, and if I do it in broad day, they'll, they'll be they'll freak out. I wish that I could do that to my boyfriend's Xbox. Oh, throw it away in the night. I wish I could do that to half my husband's closet. Yeah. Oh, same. What's happening in there? I don't know. Why are we hanging on to these things? My boyfriend has more pairs of jeans than I do. <sighs> Why do you need so many pairs of jeans? I don't know. He well, he just built you a walk-in closet, so I guess. Oh, he none of his clothes are in that. Oh, closet. No, he it's has all, separate it's all mine. Oh, he uses smart. the guest bedroom closet. That's smart. Yeah, that's really smart. That's my space. Uh, <laughs> get out of my domain. Exactly. Although maybe he should use it because he has so many pairs of damn jeans. Yeah, totally. Uh, 
Well, my husband is just like it's it's a we've talked about this a little bit, but it's a lot of the old costumes from the theater. Oh yeah, I don't have to deal with any of that. Yeah, it's like the old like white tights to no, play Romeo. You're never going to wear these again. You know, throw them out. The Game of Thrones looking sort of armor. And why sell them to a costume house? I can't. Just have a costume party, themed themed parties. I know. Well, that's the thing is that we keep thinking. Well, but we have to save it because what if there's a theme party and you don't want to have to go and buy it or rent it? No, you're not saving costumes for that one theme party that may or may not happen in the next decade. I had to have this conversation with my mom because we're selling our house in Michigan, Um, and you know she's going through all these bins of things. She keeps everything, and I'm like, Mom, throw away. The macaroni necklaces. Yeah. I don't, you don't want them as memories? No, I don't want them as memories. <laughs> I don't remember making it to begin with. Throw it away. Also, there's probably mold in half this yeah, shit. Yeah, it's gross. That Mom, old Play-Doh thing? She has like my teeth. She has my teeth. Oh, yeah. My mother finally admitted <laughs> to me that she threw my baby teeth out. I think my mom probably still has my she teeth said, and, and locks of my hair. Yeah. In a little, they were in like a little um, jewelry box. Yep. And she said she finally found them and she goes, it looked like they had started to rot of is course. what she said to me. But I have my dog's teeth. I'm crazy. That's crazy. I know. Throw, Throw them, them away. Out. Gross. Throw them away. They all like felt like we had them when they use a puppy. Yeah. Look at them. I told you. I mean, they're, they're so crazy sweet, when you walk but, in. Like, I wouldn't they're... keep their teeth. No, it's disgusting. It's gross. There's something wrong with me. <laughs> Do you keep your? Uh, and I've noticed people are divided in the cat community about this. Do you save your cat? Uh, your cats? Uh, you just have one cat, right? I just have one. Yeah. Um, do you save uh, his her? Her. her do you save her whiskers at all no because i know people that save their cat's whiskers do the whiskers fall out yeah they'll like occasionally pop out i feel like my cat i've never s- oh. seen a loose whisker but... i've never seen a loose whisker she lost baby teeth didn't keep them <laughs> so scary but no i've seen somebody with a, a little jar like a little almost like um when like film like the camera film used to yeah. come in but it's just got like a whiskers? bunch of like whiskers yeah i wouldn't fallen. go to that person's house anymore <laughs> if i were you if you if you if your cat's whiskers fell out, would you save them? If you saw them, Stephen? No, but when she, because um, I don't trim her claws, but when I see one occasionally stuck in a pillow or something, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool. And then I throw it away. Right. Uh, yeah. Or okay. I think like, oh, I hope that didn't hurt. Definitely throwing this away. Yeah. Yeah. I save my daughter's um, toenail clippings. Is that odd? <laughs> that seems a little more normal to me, actually. <laughs> Totally kidding. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh my God. There's probably some psycho mom that does that though. Probably. Like from her first ever, the first time I clipped her little toenails, I got to save them. Psychopath. I'm probably going to end up saving her baby teeth like a psycho bear. And then when she's in high school or college, I'm going to be like, what was I doing? Gross. It's it's teeth. I know. It's gross. It's so gross. (laughs) I saved my dogs for the love of God. You know I'm going to be like, her first tooth fell out. It's weird because I think when you have a kid, it's like these milestones happen. Right. And it's like you can't believe that they were once so little and now this thing is happening, which basically means that they're they're turning a corner into the next phase. Yeah. See, I'm so, not a mom, so I can't imagine. Maybe one day I will have a whole bucket of children's teeth in my closet. Let's hope they're actually your children. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how crazy I get. I heard the hormones are really nuts. They're nuts. <laughs> they're they're totally nuts. Um, well, Jillian, I don't want to take any more time of your of your time on a Saturday, but this was awesome this having so you here. Fun. Thank you. Thank you for telling us all your terrible Thank tales. You. <laughs> it was truly uplifting in a weird way. Great. Um, misery loves company, everyone.
where can we find you on social media? At Jillian Rose Reed on um, Twitter and on Instagram, on Facebook also. Great. Same. And where can we see you next? What are you up to? So I have a blog. It's new. Um, JillianRoseReed.net. It's just a lifestyle blog. Um, awesome. Where I share things that I love. I talk about mental health. I talk about beauty and fitness and relationships and all that good stuff. And Great. I also have a weekly radio show on Adobe Radio. Thursday nights at 5 p.m. called For Real Though. I love and that. you can listen to episodes wherever you get your podcasts. That's great. Thank and you. you do it by yourself? No, I do it with two other actresses. Um, we came together because Adobe Radio was like, hey, we need a female show. So we were like, okay, let's do this. Um, we talk about everything under the sun, girls. Awesome. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. filtered and we drink tequila while we do it. Oh, so, yeah. the best. It's the best. Okay, good. I'm going to check that out. <laughs> Please That's do. awesome. Uh I am Yo Lakin on all social media. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. But you know I like the Instagram the most. Just try not to be mean, really. Don't be a dick. Because it's just, yeah, it's it just hurts my heart. Uh, Stephen? Well, you can be mean to Allah, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Allah. He, he enjoys it, actually. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's fueled by it. He totally is. He's <laughs> like, you you tell him something, you get in his face, he'll like turn around and be like, oh, no, bitch. I'm coming back at you. <laughs> That's the kind of confidence I admire where it's like... when You go hard, to, I'll go even harder. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had that. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> so yeah, send all send all your hate mail. If you if you want to direct it to one of us, just send it to Allah and it'll yeah. make Yeah, tell him day. he's not aging well. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't give a shit. Um, and you can find me at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow us on all social at Worst Ever Podcast and Worst Ever PC on Twitter. If you want to write us some fan mail or even hate mail, I'll take a hate mail. That's fine. On about the podcast, that's fine. Maybe we'll read it um, on the air at Worst Ever Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, Jillian, again, thanks for having us. Thank thanks you. for having us. You're welcome. Thanks for having us over to my home. You are so welcome. It's been wonderful <laughs> being in our space. Yeah, it has. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.